0: Good day and welcome to Culture Carousel. This program is produced by 98.7 DZFE, The Master's Touch. I am your host, Irene de Jesus Obligation. Until March 2023, the Henrietta Sideko Tayenko Limhoko Foundation is mounting a series of concerts entitled Keep the Music Playing. An outreach concert has already taken place at the Luz. Auditorium Dumaguete City on February 24. Still to come are events at Manila Pianos in Manila on March 1 and at UP Visayas Iloilo on March 3. Two of the artists involved are joining us today. These are violinist Sarah Maria Gonzalez-Solares and cellist John Paulo J.P. Anorico and we'll hear performances by each of them apart from our interview. Sarah is a familiar face, being the Associate Concert Master of the Manila Symphony Orchestra and a senior faculty member of the MSO Music Academy and project coordinator and faculty of the Manila Symphony Junior Orchestra. John Paolo Anorico is a performance graduate of St. Scholastica's College, Manila. And studied under Giuseppe Diestro and Anthony Joseph Inakai. Let's begin with JP in the fourth movement, Serra Band, from the suite number six in DBWV 1012 of Bach. This recording was captured last September 11, 2022, at Manila Pianos. Mm-hmm. Sarah and uh, John Paolo, JP. Our main focus here is to talk about Let's Keep the Music Playing. It's an an outreach project, I believe. So who is this for and why? How has this inspired the title of the series? I guess if you think about an outreach, you would immediately
1: think about the concert for the underprivileged. But this is not specifically the case for our concerts. I think we would like to call it as an outreach concert because the program that we're going to present is very, um, not as common as the usual programs. Um, it's common, but not in the Philippines. And even more so not in Iloilo and in Tumaguete. So we would like to share more this kind of music to the filipinos and to introduce the piano trio programming to them that's why it's called the outreach program and aside from this we also will hold a master class in Dumaguete. that's one of the outreach um, components of this concert
2: series called keep the music playing also um, program, uh outreach program um orchestra and string ensembles are are always invited, but it's really rare for a trio to come and perform and rehearse for an outreach program.
0: So, uh, just a sidebar, uh, Sarah JP, um, in the past you, you've had this kind of event already in other areas of the Philippines, and have you had also master classes? For this kind of grouping, the piano
1: trio composed of the piano, violin, and cello, I, this would be my first time to do this kind of concert, um, a mm-hmm. full concert um, with a, a full program. I've, I've played in piano trios before, but only for one number, like in a concert with varied um, groupings, um, but mm-hmm. um, for a pure piano trio concert to be concertizing in Manila and in some provinces. This is my first time. And um, the masterclass is also my first time to do the masterclass, so I'm actually excited to meet the musicians in Dumaguete. So um, they we've been told that there's a string orchestra there, who's going to play for us,
0: and we're gonna coach them. That sounds really exciting for both artists, and uh, you know the participants. Great. So I understand uh, that Ms. Carmencita Sipin-Aspiras uh, was supposed to play, no? But because of an injury, she's unavailable to play. And Gabi Pagirigan is taking her place. Would you please tell our listeners more about Gabby?
1: Um, Gabi Pagirigan is actually a, a friend of ours. He frequently plays with our students at the Manila Symphony Junior Orchestra as our accompanist. Performing usually for the Namsia with with our so, young soloists. Um, I I think he is also a uh, first prize winner of the Namsia himself. He is
2: also a finalist and a, a winner of the Princess Galiani um, competition held in Thailand. Um, I have also played with Gabby uh, for a project in Ballet Philippines in the Philippine Harmonic List. So, um. I we, we know him well yes. really.
1: <laughs> It's um but uh for me it's I think it would be my first time to play with him in a chamber music um setup. I've been looking forward to perform with him actually. And in the past it's only my students who play with him. So now um though it's um unfortunate that mom Aspiras couldn't make it, we were actually looking forward to that. Um we also welcome um, Gabby and we're thankful that he's, he agreed to play with us. And Miss Aspiras
0: will also be there to coach the group. I see. So there's really no problem um, because you're very familiar with Gabby already. Okay. So um, just a, another question now, what unique musical contribution do you see yourself bringing to this series?
2: For me is, um... I think every goal of a performer is to touch the lives of the listeners. And I think that's the main goal that I want to to portray. And here in this outreach is for them to feel and hear this uh, unique repertoire and make them be interested. And our goal here is for them to really be aware that Pascal music has a different effect when you come and when you listen to this
3: Um,
1: I think for me, recently I've just been playing usually in the orchestra. I'm the associate concert master and acting second violin principal of the Manila Symphony Orchestra. So that is my main main job right now and my main um, musical output. Um, But um, the last um the last chamber music concert, serious chamber music concert that I did was uh, many years ago. So I'm really looking forward to perform again in a chamber music setup um and to contribute my talent. <laughs> so it's it's exciting for chamber music because unlike the orchestra wherein you just follow Follow the concert master or your principal and the conductor. In the chamber music setup, there's more freedom and creativity, and um, you have to work well with your peers. You have to communicate what you want. There's that freedom, um, uh. So with me, um, I think uh, I would uh, I'm not. I'm very excited to to work with JP. Actually, we already rehearsed once just the two of us. And then I'm looking forward to work with Gabi and try to really make the music come alive together and bring it to the people and make them make them appreciate this kind of music. And it's 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 a heavy repertoire actually. So even for us musicians, Haydn is a full work of Haydn, um Brahms and Piazzolla. And we're hoping that the way we would play would, um, how we play it would be appreciated and understood by the people, our listeners, yes.
0: Actually, uh, when you play chamber, it's very intimate, no? Very, very personal, unlike in a huge orchestra. It's true. So aside from the Haydn, could you tell us more about the other pieces that will be performed uh, during the series?
2: Um, for Brahms, um, Brahms is really well known for um, bringing heavy, passionate music, and it's really relevant. Uh, it's it's really seen in this um, Brahms Piano Trio Number One, where it, it's it introdu- uh, the first part is introduced by the piano and the solo uh, cello, and then. Most of the time, the first and second violins are, are duet, duet playing the duets. And uh, so there's a lot of really lyrical and, and beautiful passages in the drums. Um, Brahms' Piano Trio number 1 is said to be composed by two composers. The first one is the young Brahms, and the second one is the old Brahms. The young Brahms, he published this piece when he was 19 years old and later on 30 years after he uh, edited so that's what we're gonna play yes um, the edited one yes
1: yeah. the, the revised one because actually brahms is a perfectionist so um he likes to he does not like to publish anything that's not yet um at par with his own personal standards now so but this one he already published and Later on, as what JB said, after thirty plus years, he revised it because um, he wanted to correct the mistakes that he did as a youth, or not mistakes, just revise it, change it. Um, so this is what we'll play: the revised edition of the Brahms, and it's really uh, a very, very interesting work because usually in the piano trio, you would you would notice that the piano is the has more notes or is the more difficult part in general. But for this one, everything, all the instruments are given interesting parts by the composer, very um, detailed and very rich. Uh, the last movement is an exciting movement. It's a, There's a, some gypsy tones, which also is kind of like our Haydn. Haydn is called we're gonna play Haydn piano trio number 39 it's and called the gypsy,
2: gypsy yeah. trio the Haydn is uh, called gypsy he heard Haydn heard the gypsy tone in the uh, Esther Hattie's palace and <clears throat> um these tunes are used to it's like a recruit recruitment dance so he uh, it was used by the Austrians to um uh, get the attention of uh, young Hungarian peasants, and mm-hmm. uh, so it, it's really relevant, especially in the last movement of the Haydn. Uh, the first two is, is, is just like an introduction for that that really. The title of the Haydn is the as the Gypsy. Yeah, it, the Gypsy
1: really refers to the last movement of that work. It's very surprising this kind of composition by Haydn. I was just playing it a while ago, and then because I, I was um I have been listening to it, but today I really worked on it, and it's very surprising for me to see a Haydn work that sounds like this. Very exciting. Uh, we're also going to perform Astor Piazzolla's Four Seasons of Buenos Aires. This is actually a four movement work. Originally, it was composed for the solo piano, and um, Piazzolla would also would also perform this with his small chamber ensemble. Mm-hmm. And then later on, it was arranged for the piano trio by Jose Brugato, and Jose Brugato is also one of the cellists of Astor Piazzolla's uh, chamber group. And this piano trio is what we are gonna play. Uh, um originally actually this is not a four movement work, not like the not like the four seasons of Vivaldi. This this is these are separate works originally, mm-hmm. but then um Drogato, like put them all together as a Rogato and Piazzola put them all together as one big work with four parts, four movements, mm-hmm. starting with spring and then summer Summer. autumn and then winter yes so this is um this is this is your first time
0: um
2: i i played this before but as an uh accompaniment orchestra
1: oh yes we we played this before in the orchestra where there's a soloist performing the the solo parts there's a there's another arrangement for this for violin solo and orchestra actually i played that also before the solo violin part for the for this that that arrangement by this Yatnikov. but that's not what we're going to play. We're gonna play the arrange the piano trio version.
2: So the, the melodies, very, like distributed. Yes, distributed.
1: I think that this is the finale for our program, and I think this one is gonna be more uh, relatable for our audience because because um, piazzola is a tango um tango composer so i think with our spanish influence in the philippines it's very very relatable um, actually piazzolla though born in in argentina he studied uh he grew up in the states in new york city um, but later on went back to, to argentina mm-hmm. so he, ha- he has both classical and jazz jazz influences because he stayed in, the New, in New York, as well as tango influence because of being an Argentinian. So this piece is very interesting
0: because of all those influences. And now we turn to a performance by violinist, Sara Maria Gonzalez-Solares, of the second movement, Adagio, of Max Brooks Violin Concerto Number no. 1 in G minor. With her is the Manila Symphony Orchestra, directed by Arturo Molina. This performance was recorded last August 19, 2014 at the Cultural Center of the Philippines. Violinist Sara Maria Gonzalez-Solares performed with the Manila Symphony Orchestra under Arturo Molina. The adagio from Max Brooks Violin Concerto No. 1 in G minor. Again, from the HSTL Foundation, Keep the music playing March 1 at Manila Pianos and March 3 at UP Visayas. Sarah Maria Gonzalez Solares, violin, John Paulo Anorico, cello, Gabi Pagirigan, piano, will be performing chamber music by Haydn, Brahms, and Piazzolla. For ticket information, call HSTL at 0920. 954-0053, or Manila Pianos, at 0917-415-8876, or send email to Joseph Uy at the following address, UI 2004 at yahoo.com. And that's all for this Culture Carousel. Do join me again at the same time next week for another impression of the Filipino classical music scene. Culture Carousel is produced by 98.7 DZFE, The Master's Touch. And this has been your host, Irene De Jesus Obligacion.